Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of androgen insensitivity syndrome or testicular feminization from the reproductive section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this episode with an introduction. In this condition, the affected person has a 46XY genotype. It is an X-linked recessive disorder with a defect in the androgen receptor. This results in a normal-appearing female with a male genotype. There is a loss of negative feedback which results in increased testosterone and LH. Note that there is increased estrogen due to conversion of excess testosterone via the aromatase enzyme. The Y chromosome contains the sex-determining region of Y, or SRY. This encodes the gene for Mullerian inhibitory factor, or MIF. This is produced by the Sertoli cells. This results in degeneration of internal female sex organs. This promotes testosterone expression, which is produced by Leydig cells. Note that testosterone can be converted to dihydrotestosterone, or DHT, by 5-alpha reductase. The lack of DHT effect due to a defective receptor results in no external male sex organs. Let's now discuss the clinical presentation, including physical exam findings, of androgen insensitivity syndrome. Physical exam findings include rudimentary vagina, presents with no sexual hair, and cryptorchid testes. Note that the testes are often found in the labia majora or inguinal canal. They are surgically removed to prevent malignancy. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. First question. A 14-year-old girl presents to her pediatrician for an annual physical exam. During the visit, she says that her main concern is that she has never had a period and is worried that all of her friends have already gone through menarche. She has no significant past medical history and has met all developmental milestones. On physical exam, she is found to have minimal body hair, lumps in the inguinal regions, and a vagina that ends in a blind pouch with no uterus. Which of the following substances is most likely directly responsible for the absence of a uterus in this patient? 1. Dihydrotestosterone 2. Luteinizing hormone 3. Mullerian inhibiting factor, 4. Testis determining factor, or 5. Testosterone. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 3, Mullerian inhibiting factor. This patient who presents with minimal secondary hair development, cryptorchid testes, and a rudimentary vagina most likely has androgen insensitivity syndrome. These patients have an XY genotype and produce Mullerian inhibiting factor, which is responsible for preventing embryologic uterine development. Remember, sexual phenotypic differentiation occurs during embryologic development and is driven by the SRY gene cluster on the Y chromosome. This region produces testis determining factor, which causes the differentiation of gonads into testes. The Sertoli cells in the developing testes then produce Mullerian inhibiting factor, which suppresses the development of the paramesonephric ducts into the uterus. 
lytic cells in the developing testes produce androgens that stimulate the development of the mesonephric ducts into male secondary sex characteristics. In androgen insensitivity syndrome, a defect in the androgen receptor causes lack of secondary sex characteristic development in genotypic males. Patients with this disease will have cryptorchid testes and no uterus due to production of Mullerian inhibiting factor as well as no pubic or axillary hair. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1, dihydrotestosterone, is an androgen that is responsible for virilization during embryogenesis but has no effect on uterine development. Patients with 5-alpha reductase deficiency will have decreased production of dihydrotestosterone and present with ambiguous genitalia until puberty. Answer choice 2, luteinizing hormone, is involved in the initiation of the menstrual cycle and is elevated in patients with secondary amenorrhea due to polycystic ovarian syndrome. Luteinizing hormone is not responsible for uterine development during embryogenesis. Answer choice 4, testis determining factor leads to the development of testes which subsequently produce both androgens and Mullerian inhibiting factor. Though it is required for the production of all virilizing substances, Mullerian inhibiting factor is more directly responsible for uterine absence. And finally, answer choice 5, testosterone, is an androgen that is responsible for many anabolic pathways in genotypic males and stimulates the development of the mesonephric duct during embryology. It will be dramatically elevated in patients with androgen insensitivity syndrome, however it is not involved in the inhibition of uterine development. In summary, Mullerian inhibiting factor is produced by Sertoli cells and inhibits the development of the paramesonephric ducts into the uterus. Next question. A 28-year-old woman comes to a fertility clinic because she has been trying to conceive for over a year without success. She has never been pregnant, but her husband has two children from a previous marriage. She broke a collarbone during a skiing accident, but has otherwise been healthy with no chronic conditions. On physical exam, she is found to have minimal pubic hair and suprapubic masses. Speculum examination reveals a small vagina with no cervical canal visible. The most likely cause of this patient's infertility has which of the following modes of inheritance? One, autosomal recessive, two, extra chromosome, three, missing chromosome, four, multiple genetic loci, or five, X-linked recessive. And the correct answer choice is answer choice five, X-linked recessive. This patient with suprapubic masses, a rudimentary vagina, and infertility most likely has androgen insensitivity syndrome, which is caused by an X-linked recessive mutation in the androgen receptor. The androgen receptor is responsible for mediating the effects of testosterone in virilization and development of secondary sexual characteristics. When the receptor is defective, an individual with an XY genotype may appear to be female. The Y chromosome in affected individuals still produces Mullerian inhibitory factor that causes development of cryptorchid testes that remain lodged suprapubically within the body cavity as well as failure of normal female internal organ development. This disorder is inherited in an X-linked recessive manner. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. 
Answer choice 1. Autosomal recessive inheritance is characteristic of 5-alpha reductase deficiency. Males are not able to produce dihydrotestosterone and subsequently do not develop normal external genitalia. Answer choice 2. An extra chromosome is characteristic of Klinefelter syndrome. Males have an additional X chromosome that may lead to infertility as well as mental retardation, tall stature, and gynecomastia. Answer choice 3. A missing chromosome is characteristic of Turner syndrome. Females are lacking a second X chromosome that may lead to infertility as well as neck webbing and short stature. And finally, answer choice 4, multiple genetic loci are associated with Kalman syndrome, which is caused by a failure of neuronal migration of the neurons that produce gonadotropin-releasing hormone as well as those that mediate smell. In summary, androgen insensitivity syndrome is an X-linked recessive defect of androgen receptors that can cause infertility in XY individuals by abnormal virilization and development of cryptorchid testes. And that's all for this review about androgen insensitivity syndrome or testicular feminization. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullet Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 1 podcast.